Ready? Okay. Spirit, let's hear it. Wow, I've never heard that before. You haven't? No. From me or ever in your life? Ever in my life. That was the intro Spirit, to the let's podcast hear it? right there. Spirit, let's hear it. You... Never. Maybe was never a cheerleader. I could believe that you would never cheerleader, but you've never heard a cheer like that? No, I've Spirit, never heard that cheer. It? Spirit, let's hear it. Never. Come on. I went to zero high school football games in high school. Oh, that many? Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. Yep. Zero many? Zero many. Okay. I okay. Was, I was too busy. Because you were um, playing in a band. No. Oh, no. You. Um, I was playing baseball a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, our football team was terrible. Uh. For any of you Brazoswood Buccaneers out there listening, 97 through 2000, <laughs> you guys, you guys tried real hard. Um, but uh, as many times as Coach Arthur asked me to join the football team, I'm not a Is big, that right? I'm not a big person. He really wanted me to be a lineman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They've gotten a lot better uh, since then, but when I was there, I mean, because they, they live in there. I mean, it's a Texas school, so yeah. there's certain yeah. ideals and expectations set. That being said, my kids' football team just went to the gazillionth round. Gazillion. I don't know what it is. I think maybe the third or fourth, whatever. It's further than they've gone since the 1990s. They played wow. in Waco, which mm-hmm. was exciting, and they and they got killed. Um, mm-hmm. But. It was exciting to go there. Lots of little small town beauty support. Mm-hmm. You know, people with signs and balloons and noisemakers and things like that yes. on Saturday morning. It was yes. kind of adorable. So uh, for a lot of our listeners, if we do include this, for a lot of our listeners, you just said Buda. You didn't Be-ya-da. say Buddha. Because it's butter. not. It's n- Oh, butter. butter. I haven't heard that. I have but heard I could, butter before. For my town? Yes. I could get behind that. Butter. It's like butter. It's like butter. No. But it's, it's not. It's, it's beauty. Yeah. Like As in. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yep. It's beautiful living in beauty. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that phone sound is. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's nothing. It is nothing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing from nothing is. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you know the next line of I'm, that song? Of course not. But no. you gotta have something if you want to be with me. Oh, uh, was that nothing in your? From nothing, leave nothing. But you gotta have something if you want to be with me. Dun, dun, was that in your set? Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Wow. Yep, it's a good song. Was um, that in a set at one time? I don't think so. Now I've you never, just I've never sang that live. It's just a good hmm. old R and B song. I know lots of lines from songs. Get into the verses and it's not gonna. What is, is there a song that is always in your head? Mm -mm. No. No, it's, it's very topical. Like it just depends on what I've been listening to or in conversation. It's real difficult for me to Mm -hmm. have a conversation and hear things for, um, can you, you, I'm I'm sorry. We're the microphones, (laughs) your microphone's dipping a little bit. There you go. 
I just when didn't want to lose. When you dip, we dip. Okay. See, I thought you were telling me. That's another song for a long line of a song. Yeah. So I have to, uh, I hear the songs mm-hmm. and then it's hard for me not to sing the songs. I, like I my gotcha. head, I, I get gotcha. distracted from whatever are the next words that come out of the person's mouth who I'm conversing with. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Cause that's probably going to happen with us no. in the next, I mean, we're, couple of minutes. we're, we're, I think we each have our share of idiosyncrasies and, and it's reasonable to, that's what we're calling them. It's reasonable okay. to assume that, uh, if, if we haven't learned to deal with, the other's idiosyncrasies by now, it ain't gonna happen. I feel like you're tiptoeing around. I'm not tiptoeing around <laughs> anything. I'm not, I'm being, I'm trying to be really nice to both of us. Like we're both, okay. we're both a little weird. Don't worry about it. You just sounded a little farther weightish with it. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I don't know. Yeah. That's fun. Father weightish. All right. Father weightish. Um, we should have a podcast. Let's podcast. Ready? Okay. Do you sometimes say podcast like as a verb? I think we do. Yeah. We're podcasting today. We're podcasting today. Yeah, why not? It's a stupid word anyway. What does it even mean? Pod. What is that? What is that? What does that mean? I don't know. I've I feel like I heard it on another podcast one time, but I don't remember. It doesn't count. It doesn't. That's like using a word to define itself. You can't. You can't hear it on a podcast and know what podcast means because they're just probably making it up. Yeah. Like the word, um, I don't know, another word where they took two words and just squished them together. Birdhouse. That makes sense. It's a house mm-hmm, for birds, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. You get it. That's a cast for pods. I don't understand. What it, what a does cast that mean? for pods. What does what that is mean? That? Or a pod for cast. I don't know what that means. What, what does that mean? What is this pod everyone is speaking of? Like, is it like body snatchers? Like pod people Ew. kind of thing? Is it that thing? Like or a pee it, in the pod? Maybe. I don't know. Are we edamame? Are we? Because well, we're not broadcasting. And I guess maybe, I don't know. I don't know what pod means. It's weird. We'll have to look it up. We sound really ignorant about our <laughs> medium right now. I feel Mediums. like if we were better podcasters, we'd know the history no, of podcasting. No, we wouldn't. No. You know how like great filmmakers know the history of film? That'll come when our greatness is revealed, which is years to come. Oh. Not in the early stages. No? This is our infancy. I want to be great. I want to be, especially considering the 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 mission that we've been called to, not to get too serious about it, but I want to be great always. Like in a very uh, humble and, and, and service-oriented way. You want to be great in a humble? Yes. I don't know that that always yes. goes together. No, I, I, want, you, I want to... Do you want to do this? I want to allow God great. to do great things through us. Okay, much better. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I did not say much better. I'm like, no, you totally okay. messed up. No, that's okay. I mess up all the time. It's all right. It's nothing new. But I wasn't saying that. I just, I have my friend Nikki to point out all my mess ups. <laughs> just kidding. I do not. We're going to. Maybe gonna, I do. We're going to podcast now. All right. Let's verb it. Let's do it. Let's podcast. Hi, Nikki. Hello, James. How are you? I'm great. How was your, uh, how, how are your holidays? How was your Christmas break, your New Year's? Christmas was good. It was weird because of, um, like we have routines, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like people do, not routines, traditions. Sure. And thanks to, um, you know, the weirdness of 2020 COVID, blah, 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 blah. We didn't do the things we usually do. So that felt a little 
different enough, but it also gave us opportunity to do new things and kind of create new traditions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to be traditions, but we did new things that were life giving and, and fun and good. And so that was good. That was good. If you, if you had to pick a, um, you know, considering all of the circumstances of Mm -hmm. 2020 and now, unfortunately those circumstances have bled into 2021. (laughs) We'll kind of talk about that. Um, considering all those circumstances, if you had to pick like a, um, like a, like a, like a favorite moment or maybe a moment where, uh, or an experience where you were like, wow, I see like there's, there's a lot of good here. Was there something like that, that, that popped out at you? Um, yeah, I mean the family time, I know it's been said by many that like uh, being forced to be with family type of thing. And Mm -hmm. that sounds a little not lovely, but like, um, kind of stripping down all the distractions that has been good. So like the Christmas time was, it was just nice to be with each other. Sure. And it's always nice to visit our extended family. So that was hard to miss Mm -hmm. at the same time. If, if we're going to look at, um, blessings, it was nice to not travel, like not be in the car for a long time. That was good. And just, um, there wasn't the usual sense of rush. Okay. Which, um, I don't know that I'll ever, I mean, I, there's a certain amount of adrenaline that builds up that feels exciting and good Mm -hmm. about that. But like as a parent and the responsible one, mm-hmm. it's exhausting sure. for, for that to be, um, a predominant feeling during mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. the Christmas season. Sure. I think it, it also, uh, is the kind of thing where it, it, sometimes the, the, the seasons, the, the festivities of a certain season can kind of distract from the point. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there was a, there was a real opportunity, um, here one to be distracted and I'm sure a lot of mm-hmm. our, a lot of our, um, listeners were distracted in new ways as I think both mm-hmm. you and I were right. Um, but there's also an opportunity to like, to not really have anything else to do, but give it to God right. Mm-hmm. Like there's really no other choice. And, and I think for a lot of us, um, that's, that's a huge blessing because it, it, is. it, it as tough as that can be. And as maybe as, as you know, we, kind of go into those situations sometimes kicking and screaming and I know I do I want Mm -hmm. you know I want things to feel right I want them to to be kind of my version of you know um whatever's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. right uh but I found myself over this holiday break kind of forced to say like I I have to um I have to put myself in a place to just experience the grace and the gift of Christmas of 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 Jesus being present on earth, present to me, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily in spite of everything that's going on, right? But kind of over and above and in, encompassing everything that's mm-hmm. going on, like like you know, kind of saying, "Hey, this is this is the life that I came here for." Like, yeah. however, however, you know, um, frustrating or tough it might be at any one time, mm-hmm. Jesus is like this is what I'm here for, right? At at least as much as he's here for the times that are quote unquote perfect, right? Like the Hallmark movie, you know, right. Um, he's, he's here for pandemics and he's here for, you know, your kids are driving you crazy and they've been, you've been quarantined in the same house now for 10 months and it's insane. And, you know, he's here for that too. Yeah. And, and in a weird way, he's like, 
he's kind of rejoicing in that. Mm-hmm. He's he's excited to be there in the midst of that with us. Yeah, and I think the the idea too of um, everything being stripped away in us at the same time, building up through Advent to Christmas, and things in our world mm-hmm. haven't changed in the aspect of um, our quarantining rules and things like that. It 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 allowed the true meaning of Christmas to really be highlighted because mm-hmm. we couldn't rush around and do all the, the things that we would normally do that don't necessarily have anything to do with Jesus coming. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so that the, you know, the, the, again, you know, for so many of us, the, the priority shifts back to, you know, like where, where is my foundation? Where is my, mm-hmm. um, my genuine personal relationship with God? Mm-hmm. It's maybe not, uh, totally based on some kind of traditional experience, right? Like, yeah. do I, do I go to, um, do I go to mass just for the consolation of kind of this magical feeling at Christmas? Um, or do I go to, to mass to experience God, right? To, mm-hmm. to, to encounter God. And, and those can be, those can be different things. And that's kind of scary to think about. I think yeah. for a lot of people that we, we, we really, um, sometimes we really only meet God in these very specific and traditional ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with those, no. but, it, but it can be the kind of thing where when we have the opportunity to, uh, really immerse ourselves in God, when we, when we're, when it's just us and God in a particular moment, um, that's where I think we, a lot of us experience real conversion. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of us experience real change. Um, and so it's kind of, it's kind of about like, I think for some of us finding, um, finding some middle ground, like Mm -hmm. can, can I make these everyday experiences or our family traditions or that that time with the family, you know, in the car, not in the car, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, can I make those experiences also, um, can I also be in the presence of God in those, in those times? Can I invite God into those times? Um, I'll be honest with you. That's been really tough for me. Mm -hmm. Um, My Christmas looked a lot different than it ever has. It's the first time I've ever not seen any family during Christmas or New Year's. Um, And I I mean, um, like my family growing up, I I was very, very blessed and fortunate to spend um, a lot of my Christmas break with with my girlfriend and her family. And and that was wonderful. It was really great and um, was, was, was a lot of fun. Uh, but, um, not seeing my mom and dad is tough, you know, and and not seeing extended family is, is tough. And, um, so I, I, I did struggle with like, you know, there'd be these moments where I kind of snap, snap back to reality and realize this doesn't really feel like Christmas is supposed to feel and kind of had to ask myself, okay, what am I, what am I missing here? And, and usually the answer to that came right away and it was, well, I'm not really, I'm not really focusing on the positive. Mm -hmm. First of all, I'm not seeing the good things around me. I'm not seeing where I've been blessed. And I'm also not focusing on God. Mm -hmm. I'm not making this Christmas experience, um, about, about God. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had to do a little bit of, of backtracking and a little bit of, uh, like, I don't know, I had to have a couple of come to Jesus moments over the break. And it was, it was really good. It was really, um, formative, for me to have to do that. And I, you know, I don't know if that's where, um, I, I know that there are others out there that are, are, you know, that maybe struggled or, or maybe kind of had to find their way in the same, 
you know, in the same experience. Sure. So, yeah. What are we talking about today? You know, it's the new year. New year. New year. Resolutions. Um, kind of what we've already been talking about, honestly, a little bit, which is, which is, uh, is, is, (laughs) is finding, you know, um, finding some new ways to, um, to improve yourself, you know, culturally, we kind of embark on this, uh, this journey usually lasts about three weeks, which by the time you're, (laughs) by the time you're hearing this, we're about two thirds. I love that. Culturally, it lasts three weeks. Yeah. It's like, everybody's in the gym gym membership for a month, you know, and then, and then they've got you for like the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. um, with the gym, the charging that $24.99 a month Mm -hmm. or $54.99 a month, whatever your, whatever the case may be. Yep. Uh, for the rest of your life. And that's super fun. Um, I will admit, I I opened a new gym membership like a week ago, and I have not been you to the gym did. yet. You did! Oh my gosh, I you got suckered in. I haven't been to the gym yet. Uh, it's just it's been a little bit crazy at work and different things, making excuses now. Um, but that's kind of the point. Uh, we're we're talking a little bit about resolutions today and making, um, you know, maybe a, a better way to put it is is these exercises that we undergo to try to make ourselves better and sure. and this this. Uh, you know, this notion of like self-improvement, but also, um, you know, what are some of the pitfalls, like the very human pitfalls mm-hmm. that we all experience in quote unquote self-improvement? How does that relate to our relationship with God? How does that relate to our relationship with ourselves, um, with one another? I think it's a really cool place to start, especially after we had um, such an exciting like Advent and lead up to Christmas, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. putting together those those episodes was a lot of fun. I feel like I learned a lot in that process. I learned uh, a lot about, um, you know, making room for God in my life, uh, making room for God in the, um, in the aspects of my life that I maybe try to separate from Mm, my compartmentalize my religious life or my work life or whatever. Um, so it's, it's cool that we can kind of, we're going to kind of take some of those lessons and like, like, push them forward and, and try, we gonna to, dovetail try to, them? yeah, we're going to dovetail them. That's a, that's a great way to put mm-hmm, it. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to dovetail into the new year really nicely. Um, I have a funny observation. Okay. And I'm sure you've observed it too. In fact, I know you have, cause we've talked about it a little bit. Um, everyone thinks that 2021, I think on some level, um, I don't know how p- serious people are about it, but I think there was this thought that 2021 would solve all our problems. Mm-hmm. Right. There's almost this superstitious feeling that because an, another day passes, right. We go from the 31st to the first. That Everything's every, different now. It's a, that it's a totally clean slate. Yeah. Um, bro, we came up with the calendar. I, I will admit I, I have gotten, uh, taken in a little bit, a, a little bit by that notion that, that this is, that that's like a possibility. And uh-huh. I, on New Year's day, I felt, um, I felt How some, did you feel New Year's Day? I felt some relief. I felt some relief uh, in that sense, right? Okay. In that sense of like, hey, everything is going to be better. So awesome. Yeah. Because it's not 2020 anymore. Yeah, exactly. Woo! Because there's been so much built up about how terrible 2020 was, um, which is this like really great round even number. And I want to love 2020. You do. I do. Don't you? Yeah. It's a beautiful number. It is. We won't see that kind of symmetry in a long. We won't ever see that we kind won't of ever symmetry see it again. Yeah. 
it was good while it lasted, mm-hmm. but was it really good? But was it really good? <laughs> um, it it has left a lot to be desired. There were a lot of opportunities for good. Yes. Yeah. It depends on what we place our goodness in. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's the dealio. It, it depends on how we frame goodness in our yes. lives, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know about you. I I I feel like there's a uh, I think I feel like in our culture, in our society, even in my life as an individual, we're kind of building up to this place of really being, really being pruned, really being mm-hmm. kind of, um, kind of you know, cultivated, cared for by God in this way that uh, I, I, I think we can see, or or maybe we might feel is a little bit destructive. Refined? Would you say refined, like in a fire? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Burned to a crisp? Burned to a crisp, (laughs) yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, you know, we're we're kind of burning away the the stuff. The crap. Um, But, you know, if you you look at the analogy of like a a forest fire, Mm -hmm. like forest fires are... Are healthy there's something that, that right. happens in control nature, burn you know? type thing yeah um but when when we're kind of in the midst of that it's it scary hurts. and it hurts yeah. and it's painful and it's like literally stuff burning to death right um and so i think that's how a lot of us are are you know that's that's the feeling that a lot of us are in that this is really painful and scary and it's a, mm-hmm. it's a big struggle and we can't really see sometimes the the long-term um the long-term good maybe that's coming from family spending more time together. Yeah. It's coming from having some of these um, political and cultural conversations, however hard they might be, that we really need to have. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of those conversations are like just silly temper tantrums and you want to roll your eyes at people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to have them. Yeah. And we need to have them in these ways that are uh, not always fun. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's yeah. just not always fun to talk about where we're lacking as a society mm-hmm. or, or even in your family, like where you're, where you're really struggling. Um, and so I think when we, uh, when we kind of, when we come into the new year, it is very, uh, it makes a lot of sense that we're going to, we're going to say, or if you're listening to this in the future and it's like on Monday, I'm, I'm going to start my diet Monday, right? This whole concept um, of new slate. Yeah. We want clean this, slate. want this new slate, this clean slate and, and, and our, our God, thankfully, our God is a God that, that he, he values a clean slate. Yeah. He values um, a new opportunity and a fresh opportunity to, to just continue on the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but in order to do that in a really healthy way, and in order to do that in a way that keeps us connected to God, I think we've got to be very intentional about not only our, uh, you know, what we're going to put into it and, and kind of what our role is, in say a new year's resolution or, or maybe a new, um, uh, a new clean slate with God, but also really intentional about what our expectations are mm. and very realistic mm-hmm. about our expectations. Um, because we're going to fail. We're human. We're human. It happens. It happens. And I think we, yeah, the, the big, uh, pitfall is when we forget that failure is a part of the process to, mm-hmm refining failures are part of the process yeah it is the only way we're going to reach the goals that we have set forth is to try and fail mm-hmm. we've we've talked about that before how like anyone who's ever done anything uh notable anything that you 
you know, the thing that comes to mind is like, is like movies and TV. Thomas Edison. Like, like, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like inventions, you Mm -hmm. know, famous quote unquote stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, anyone who's ever done anything worthwhile has failed a hundred times before you've seen, you know, their, their best work. Mm -hmm. Right. And even those, you know, like, like one hit wonders that we see or, or people people who, (laughs) (laughs) very good song. Um, those people who, who we kind of see as like, uh, savants or prodigies or whatever, mm. um, they're, they're no one's like story in, in accomplishing anything, even just accomplishing being your best self. Um, no one's story is perfect and, and no one's, no one's story is the same either. So, right. so, um, I heard a, I heard a really good quote on another podcast. Uh, don't compare your insides to everybody else's outsides. Ooh. Right. And, and I think that really applies here and that we, we do see, um, you know, we see our goals out there, yeah. right? Uh, we, we, we see our, our, the way we want to look, the way we want to, the job we want to have, mm. the way we want, the friends we want to have, the way we want to interact with society, whatever it might be. We see those goals kind of, um, very glossy, right. Uh, in social media or just in culture in general, and we say, I've got to have that right now. And most of the time, one, there's a lot of facade going on there. There's a, lot, sure. of, a lot of stuff that's not terribly deep happening there. And then two, if that person is, or if those goals are really worth attaining, they take a lot of work. They do. Right. They take a lot of time and, and a lot of effort. Um, I'm going to share a, a New Year's resolution. Is that cool? Are you feel Are you feeling okay that you have to prep it like that? I feel like I am. I, well, I was just I was going to ask you to share one of yours, but I realized I didn't ask you that in our, oh, our prep. Oh, so, thank you. So I want thank to be. Uh, I don't want to put any pressure on you at all because I know they can be. They can be personal things, right? Um, so I've got a couple that I want to share. I've got wow, one. Wow, you have one more than of, one. I've got one of um, these two categories that I've kind of. Wow, you I've have categories. Well, they're they're very simple categories that I've kind of come up with in my mind to keep to keep me honest. Okay. Okay. So, um, the categories are really simple. I've got small everyday goals. That's one category. That's the title. Yeah. Small everyday goals. And then the other category is long-term goals. Big, big long-term goals. Okay. The small everyday goal one is to eat healthier. Okay. That's really, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I, I, lo- I love carbs. Me and carbs get along. Yeah, well, I, tight. I get along with carbs. Carbs don't get along with me. Doesn't get along with me. Um, if that's if that makes any sense. Um, so trying to eat healthy. That makes all the sense. That's something that I can I can literally control from moment to moment. Yeah. And I can um, if I mess up in the morning, I can hop right back on the train at lunchtime. Yes, right? you does can. That, yes, sense? you can. Um, a long term, a more long term goal is to be more positive. And that's purposely vague. Okay. It's purposely like, I'm not just going to be more positive when, um, I don't know, when I'm at mass or when I'm talking about this particular thing that upsets me or because I think that kind of sets you up for failure Mm -hmm. a little bit because you're, you're never going to be perfect. Right. Mm, And so. Or perfectly positive. Or perfectly positive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and and it's, and it's, it's exhausting to even think about. Right. Exactly. And when we get exhausted, what happens? We go, well, I'm not doing this anymore. Just go take a nap. Just go take a nap. Exactly. We take a spiritual, a psychological (laughs) nap. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so those are my, those are my two. Uh, I, I think, um, the, the, uh, 
you know, the, the, this, the, this idea for me, at least of being positive is, is more about, um, trying to, trying to stay connected to, to how and where I'm blessed, um, on a daily basis, trying to, um, kind of keep focus on those things and, and, and to allow those things to give me some perspective. Right. So, okay. so if I'm, if I'm really, um, if, if something's going on at work or in my life, that's really kind of causing me some stress, I have now kind of committed to finding these little, uh, markers or landmarks in my life where I know that I'm blessed. Mm. Right. So instead of just, just walking by, um, that prayer space, just walking by the adoration chapel, just, um, you know, walking, walking through my life and kind of ignoring those good things or ignoring those places where God wants to connect with me, taking a, a more positive approach, a more positive outlook and saying, I'm going to make those positive things a kind of a priority in mm-hmm. my life. So before I focus on the negative stuff, I'm going to focus on those things first. Right. Um, that doesn't like, there, there, there's not a perfect way to do that. And there's not a, a not even necessarily a right and wrong way to do that. No. And so in that resolution, I, I kind of have some freedom. You have some grace. I have some grace to kind of move around and, yeah. and maybe even, even make a mistake here and there. Ooh. And then maybe step back from that mistake. I'm proud and go, of you. That's good. Go, I, I learned from that and that's a positive thing mm-hmm. to turn that mistake into something um, that's more beneficial. Do you know what came to mind when you were talking about that, like finding the positive in like small spaces or, mm-hmm. or like in, in any given scenario? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of remember when 35 millimeter camera film was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they still have that, mm-hmm. but mostly we're all digital. Right. Mm-hmm. So remember like the dark rooms where, where pictures are being developed. Yes. Yes. <sighs> It was like we're playing charades just now. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki just mimed, mimed develop. She was either she was either painting for gold was, or, <laughs> or developing pictures. Like that, right? <laughs> no, I was developing pictures, right? Uh-huh. And so I think um, now I have never done the the picture development. Mm-hmm. I've only like seen people do that on TV, mm-hmm. <laughs> or my dad did that, that once that makes or twice. You an expert. <laughs> Lots of experts are just from watching stuff on TV, uh-huh. but I'm thinking of that. Like, um, you know, you can, you can develop things and then in order to see mm-hmm. how light or how dark you, I just said dark, really weird, how light or how dark mm-hmm. you would like to see the image. Mm-hmm. And I think in any given moment in our life, in any given circumstance, we have that opportunity to mm-hmm. develop things so that we can see as much light or as much darkness mm-hmm. as we choose to see. That is a, that's a fantastic way to, to, to look at the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that when we think about resolutions um, in general, um, and if you have some you'd like to share, I want to get to those. Um, <laughs> but when we think about resolutions in general, we do have this expectation of perfection, we, we have this yeah. expectation of this is going to, to change my life. Um, and not to say that it's not going to change your life, but maybe your resolution isn't going to change your life as quickly mm-hmm. or as, um, effectively maybe mm-hmm. as you think it is right. Like, like the fact that you're going to lose, if your resolution is to lose 30 pounds, well, you're not going to do that in a week. No. And what if there's a lot of other stuff going on in your life that isn't necessarily fixed by the fact that you are 
taking care of yourself yeah. right, physically. It, it's it's going it to help. It's leads not, it's, to disappointment, it's, it feels it's, like. It's not going to hurt, but but it, it might even reveal some some deeper ways in which you need to take care of yourself. And it's important to kind of keep that stuff in perspective and to not, um, that's that side of it is not your fault, mm-hmm. right? That side of it is not a reflection of who you are as a person. It's, that's the fact that you're a human being. Yeah. That's all that is. That's the fact that you are a person just like everybody else. And you're a person with stuff to work on. Um, you're not going to fix all the stuff at once. And there's a lot of freedom in there. That's a blessing. There is. That's a blessing and not a burden. Um, the, the fact that you, you are, um, capable of kind of, of stepping back and looking at your life in perspective and saying, I want to work on this Mm -hmm. I want to work on this and I want to work on this and I'm going to be, um, I'm going to put my heart into it and I'm going to be excited and, and, um, energized for the outcome regardless of what, what I think the outcome should be, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to be excited about, you know, kind of the, the season that God brings me into, through this endeavor, um, even if it's not exactly what I want. Well, and I feel like that takes a lot of Mm self-control to come to a place where you can be okay with, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be joyful about whatever the outcome is Mm -hmm. at the same time. I don't know what at the same time, I don't even know where I was going with that. I I, I just think it's, I, I think that's really hard to do. It's hard to do. And there's such, um, peace Mm-hmm. If we do it, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what in the world are we not doing that for? Sure, sure. That is, it's, it's hard to because you're kind of placing, you're placing all of your your fears in in self doubt and you know yeah the fears fears of failure mm-hmm. at the foot of the cross. Hopefully, just mm-hmm. not in your own hands. Mm-hmm. Which you know, as a human, I feel like I I need a I need to exert control over some things or else I don't know. I'm a loser or something. Yeah. And, and that is totally the message of, of society. And mm-hmm. I think that's a message that is, is highlighted at new year's. Mm-hmm. That if you, uh, if you don't make the right resolution, right. If you don't get your life on track, uh, that you're somehow, what's your problem, bro. Do, you're going doing, into 2021. You're doing something wrong. Exactly. Like crap. Again. Exactly. You know, and, and Crashing, there's this, burning. there's this whole, um, like, like, you know, it's just paragraphs and paragraphs of negative self-talk that comes up from, you know, like, well, I'm not, I'm not doing this juice cleanse or I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this, you know, this financial freedom exercise that someone else is doing, right? Like I'm not doing those things. And so I'm somehow missing out or I'm somehow lacking. Right. And um, yeah, those feel like Times Square billboard type of things mm -hmm. that just, don't have any place in our lives. Lives. Um, people are generally uh, and very disingenuously trying to sell you something mm-hmm. most of the time mm-hmm. with that stuff. For sure. Um, so if that's the pressure that you find yourself under uh, for making a New Year's resolution, or maybe you find yourself under some pressure, some self-imposed pressure, because you know it's only the second or third week in January and you've already failed, please understand. It's okay, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Literally, the the failure rate for New Year's resolutions is 100%. (laughs) It is 100%. Absolutely no one, absolutely no one um, takes on uh, a a tough endeavor at midnight on January 1st and can just snap their fingers and it's just done. 
that's not how he, the human yeah. brain works. It's it's really not. We all struggle, and even those of us that you know, we decide, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give up, you know. Um, I'm going to give up candy. Or oh, I was going to say, don't gonna, make it chocolates. Don't make it chocolates. I'm going to give up this, this particular <laughs> behavior, right? And, and we're able to just kind of give it up. Um, there is usually, in, 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 at least in my experience, there is usually some um, effect there, right? There's something that, happened that, that, that really, really causes me to struggle, mm-hmm. right? And even if it's not about giving up the candy or going to the gym more often or something like that. Um, I find myself kind of opening up sort of a Pandora's box of like, okay, you've done this and that's a good thing. Um, but because there's so much to work on in that brain of yours and that heart of yours, that's kind of, you know, opened up this other, this other, you know, box of stuff, right. That, that kind of pokes its head out of there and, and, um, realizations can, can that really are completely kind of, flawed can really kind of make a mess of things right exactly <laughs> i need to do a complete person makeover what type of thing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it can lead itself to that and and no one needs that no no james that is true and that is why i have taken a different approach to new year's resolutions I because i think poop 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 on all the all the new year's resolutions that make us feel like caca i'm uh-huh. not i'm not for caca. that caca you know, it's fun when I don't plan on doing silly stuff and it just comes out. It's super fun. Feels good. Yeah, you're the best at it. <laughs> you are. Awesome. I'm trying to be me, mm-hmm. authentically me, That's right. and not hold back because I feel like, you know, maybe that, I might throw that into my general fund mm-hmm. of ways to self improve, and mm-hmm. that is to just. Um, not be afraid of being me. Cause you know, I always feel like, Oh, I don't want people to not like me because I did that. I am literally being super vulnerable right now. I have these discussions with myself. I think you're having one right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. I was doing that out loud. <laughs> Crap. Okay. Yes. No, it's great. Cause we were recording. So that's good Excellent. that you kept talking. Cause I stopped talking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I, I've never been a big make a new year's resolution thing because of not like because of the failure percentage, Mm -hmm. just because it feels like a big burden to me. Mm -hmm. It feels like, Oh, let's apply to med school. It just feels insurmountable. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not even going to try. So for me, it's, it's, um, in the past couple of years, I've been reading more, Mm -hmm. um, just, from mental health experts and things like that. And so just making small commitments to myself. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of been doing that, um, over the course of the past couple of years, the past couple of months, they've, they feel like they have become a routine. That's Mm -hmm. really good. But what I want to focus on this new year, and I almost feel like I'm not even calling it a resolution because I'm not giving the resolution, the power over me to, to fail on me. I love that. But one of my one of my big issues that has been um, been made aware. Oh, if we look at the light box, it has come to light mm-hmm. that I am um, a peep a a peacekeeper mm-hmm. and not a peacemaker. Okay, and that makes me a little sad because I I I think I think the reason that it makes me sad is because I'm 
realizing with the switch of those second words that my intention has always been to be a peacemaker, Mm -hmm. but I have just been keeping the peace because I don't like confrontation, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for a resolution? And I guess just like when things present themselves on the daily, Mm -hmm. I get to make the decision. And the cool part about the exercise of 2020 has been all the rushy rush things have been stripped away. Mm -hmm. So I have this new skill of time Mm -hmm. where I can make a sound decision. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. In, in any given scenario Mm -hmm. and, um, with a goal of making peace and not keeping peace. Sure. There's a, there's a, I think a really, um, uh, something that, that can certainly apply to, to all of us. And that's that the, the, the struggles we've all been, we've all been faced with, um, has kind of turned our, our collective schedule mm. kind of on its head. Right. And, and our, um, our, this, this notion that we, we don't have time to do these things or we mm. don't have maybe the opportunity in our lives to do these things. Um, we're still getting along. We're still, we're still coping in our families. We're still keeping hopefully, um, you know, a roof over our heads and food on the table. And we're still doing these very basic human things, uh, in this sort of topsy turvy, uh, time, right. Where, where schedules are, are not what they used to be. And kids are online at school and the office is closed and everybody's working from home and your boss doesn't, you know, respect your boundaries because he just thinks you're available all the time. Now. Yeah. Like that, everybody's kind of going through that different stuff and yet we're still surviving and we're yeah. still finding ways to hopefully connect with our families and do those, those kinds of things. So that's, that should, you know, we can all kind of take a step back from that and see how capable we are. Right. right? We can all see how capable of, of maybe meeting some of these goals, becoming, um, a peacemaker instead of a peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, um, you know, one of the, one of the silver linings for me is just, is just like, man, all these curveballs are being thrown at us. Um, it's almost like only curveballs. That's all we've been mm. seeing for, for a little while now. And, and we're still batting 300. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. We're still, we're still, our ready we're stance still is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that to me, that gives me a lot of courage, um, and a lot of like, confidence Mm -hmm. to go into something like you're talking about. I mean, going from, from a, a peacekeeper, a people pleaser to a peacemaker, which is someone that's going to, going to kind of disrupt the status quo. Right. Um, that's a huge change. And Mm -hmm. to have a little more confidence going into that, just knowing like huge changes are not out of my wheelhouse. Like I'm, I'm it has t- felt I'm, that I'm way, capable. but yeah. yeah, that's really, really a, important. That's really cool. Some newfound confidence with yeah. how this year has, how this past year has, uh, played out that mm-hmm. I have, um, the tools mm-hmm. and the resources to, to be a peace maker. Mm-hmm. I have to say it slowly. Cause I sometimes, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Let me tell you something that my dad says. Okay. Let's just go with this. Gary Ogeron isms. That's my dad's name. Um, he's got a ton of them. And one of the things that he has said, and he's like E.F. Hutton. He doesn't do a whole lot of the talking. Do you okay. not know that reference? I don't know that reference. Dang. I'm a little bit older than you. I'm just going to okay. say a little bit. Um, but it was like this. I think it was like a financial guru something commercial hmm. in the 80s when E.F. Hutton talks. 
people listen. Okay. So that's how my dad is. He doesn't do a whole lot of talking, but when he talks, you're just like, dang. Okay. So one of the things that he, and I'm going to say instilled in me, mm-hmm. that feels stuffy. But that's one of not... the things that he taught me okay. was um, the most successful people in life are those that are flexible. Hmm. And I just said that like mama incredible. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't, Do but you, I appreciate okay. it. I've, I've seen the movie, but not as many times as you. You need to be more flexible. That's good. Yes. So I think that this whole, I'm going to call it the exercise of 2020, mm-hmm. has kind of um, forced us into a situation where we get to decide how mm-hmm. flexible we are. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, um, you know, it, it gives us opportunities. I, I feel like I was getting ready to say, and that allows us to see how successful we are, but that's not completely fair because it has been harder on some than I, others. I, I think it allows us to see our potential. Yeah. Right. Agreed. There's, agreed. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of clarity in the sense that, uh, it shows where we, where we have been, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, there was a time before COVID time before the economic and, and social distress that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like the time of it happening right mm-hmm. now. And I think, I think we have to kind of see like, you know, if we think about it as a journey, we're in the Valley right now and we, and we kind of have to see up the mountain. We kind of yeah. have to see that there's something, you know, there's gotta be, you know, something great on the, on the, on the horizon. Right. right. Um, and that, that I think is, is powerful. It's, mm-hmm. it's powerful to kind of look at that and say, um, you know, God, I'm, 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 I'm where I'm at on the journey right now, or, you know, to your, to your family, to your best friend, to whoever's making that journey with you, we, we are where we are, mm-hmm. um, but we have the power, we have the potential, we have all the gifts that we need to get to the next, you know, to, yeah. to get over the next hurdle, to, to, to get to the next, you know, um, sort of peaceful, quiet place. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we, we spend a lot of time, I think, um, focused on, on, and, and even, even on our podcast, if we, if we, you know, if you look at it from a certain perspective, you could say we spend a lot of time focused on maybe what we don't have. Right. When we, okay. when we talked about stillness, we did talk about like what it's like when you don't have stillness in your life. And, and there's, there's the, the potential, I think, to kind of see it from, um, from that point of view of this is what I need to do to be happy. This is what I need to do to mm. be satisfied. This is what I need to do to be comfortable. Um, but I think the one message that we've uh, we've really worked on imparting is that so much of 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 who we are in our in our execution of who are who of who we are in our outward kind of movement is wrapped up in what we don't have or what we maybe mm. perceive we we need we're, we're we're lacking right okay and isn't it so much healthier to to think about uh, a resolution as, or, 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 or maybe just how you want to, you want to work in your life, how you want to move forward in your life as kind of having your cake and eating it too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Nikki is not any less of a person because she's currently working on becoming a, mm. a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Right. She's actually a whole complete person that is is really good at her personhood and mm-hmm. really good at, at her, at who she is as Nikki is who she was created to be as Nikki. Um, 
but that's that's kind of in a buffet line, like adding a side dish of Peacemaker. Right. I also want to it's be still this. a complete. I am a I am a complete package, mm-hmm. right? And and that doesn't mean that I'm perfect, and it doesn't mean that I don't have things that I need to work on. It does mean that the love of God completes me, right? The love of God makes me whole, and resting in that is going to make me happier mm-hmm. than anything I could ever resolve to do. Yes. Like th- that's, I mean, that's just the reality that Jesus presents us with is that, that being with him is so much more, you know, at, at, at our very basic core, like what we're made of. It's fundamentally who we, who we are. It's, it's what we're made to do. We're made to be with Christ mm-hmm. and to walk with him and to experience him, to know, love and serve God. That's the meaning of life. Right. And when we, when we do that, that's when we grow. That's mm-hmm. when we learn to be a peacemaker. That's mm-hmm. when we learn to, to, to be more positive. That's mm-hmm. when we find the grace to go. I don't, I don't really need those cookies, right? Like I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to eat my lunch and I'm going to skip dessert. Right. And as much as it's not that fun, painful. as much as it's not yeah. fun to do that, like the, that consolation of Christ, that real genuine relationship mm-hmm. with him is more powerful mm-hmm. and, and, and will, um, will kind of fill in those gaps that mm-hmm. we perceive in our lives. I also kind of think that God looks at us and goes, you know what, James, you know what, Nikki, you know what, whoever, there's a lot fewer gaps than you think. I agree. I, I agree. I think that he kind of sits back and smiles and goes, I, you know, you guys worry about, about stuff too you much. don't, t- too much, yeah. right? And you, and you, you create this drama where there's no, mm-hmm. there's no drama. You know, right. and, and, or you, or if there is drama, it's so small compared to the beauty that is your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I really, really like that idea of not seeing it as a, um, as a, re- as a resolution in the sense of I'm going, I'm, I'm going to check off a box. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get something accomplished. With these hardcore rules. With these and- hardcore rules. And and maybe coming from two Catholics, maybe that's weird. <laughs> we'd be like, we'd be like, we're done with the rules. We're like, don't worry about the rules. We've been so ruled much. out. We've been, yeah, um, but it does get back to this, to this, I think, fundamental Catholic belief that the rules are there uh, to give us some space to work in, mm-hmm. uh, to give us freedom to work within that space. Agreed. And I and I think that's what what God wants for us as well. He He wants you to be a peacemaker so that you have more freedom in your life. He wants you to be a peacemaker so that you have more, you know there's more room for him, mm-hmm. right? He wants me to be more positive so that there's more room for him yeah. um, in, in my life and less, less, less darkness, right? Less, less darkness. I like exactly. That. I like exactly. That. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, okay. So let's talk about what it looks like when like, I don't know, Monday and Tuesday have gone great. You wake up Wednesday and you just feel awful about something and all the, all the, all the new habits, all the resolutions, all the good feelings kind of fly out the window. Screw it all! Yep. What do we do? We don't screw it all. We, we do it. We, we, okay. As far as all... So I'm going to have to go back to... I have to go back to where I am making the small commitments to myself. Mm-hmm. And for me... Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to know the nitty gritty? Here it is. Morning half a cup of water because a full cup is just too much for me because okay. I need to get to the coffee as soon as possible. Half a cup of water with my supplements mm-hmm. and then time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
on the few occasions in the past couple of months when that hasn't happened, seriously, my day is off the rails. Hmm. So if I can do those two commitments, Mm -hmm. which are small, I mean, the half a cup of water and supplements, it's it's one of those things where it's like, come on, Nikki, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no, I become a parent to myself and I'm just like, bruh, you can do this. Mm -hmm. Don't even pretend that this is hard. Do you say bruh to your kids? I say brought to my kids. I say brought to myself. You say, you say it to me a lot. I think it's really cool. It's funny. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's no, bad. Don't, no, don't be. It's great. It's okay. funny. I was just wondering. I was just I, imagining. I said it to my mom. You and saying she's that like, to Laurel. Like, Nikki, that's not. Why do you? What is? Uh, oh, yeah. I totally say it to Laurel. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think when you have the Monday, Tuesday are going well, Wednesday comes and there's a bump in the road. Mm-hmm. I think just uh, try to keep the small commitments. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think like that's been one of the hugest things that I've learned in the past year is the importance of the small commitment. Mm-hmm. Because when we break a commitment to ourselves, that's just very telling. Sure. And and if we can keep it, and that's why it needs to be small so that it's keepable. Mm-hmm. And then it just gives us it it kind of builds momentum, mm-hmm. right? Success breeds success. Sure thing. Sure thing. So um I'm, I'm reminded of, uh, and I've talked about it before, kind of my experience on, on uh, a, a, a mission trip. All the mission trips I've ever been on have been like seven or eight days long, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll usually, you have some kind of some team formation, team building that first weekend. It'll start on like a Friday night or a Saturday morning. And you won't really start your missionary work until Monday, right? Um, and even with that team building, even with all of the the love and the camaraderie and everything that comes along with that by Wednesday, you're tired by Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, and, and, um, so, so many of us, uh, in society, you know, our 70 hour work weeks and 80 hour work weeks, and certainly like our, um, you know, doctors and nurses and those frontline people who are working so hard right now, like, like it's got to be exhausting. I mean, it's just gotta be from, from just a human physical standpoint, it's got to be just so overwhelming yeah. um, to be doing what they're doing. And, and the only way that I can relate is this mission trip experience, which is like a, it's like, and especially if you're a youth minister, it's like an 18 hour day. It's nonstop. Right. Um, and you've got to work your own spiritual time in there and you've got to do all these different yeah. things. Right. And so by Wednesday, the, you're the, pooped. the, the teens are pooped, you're pooped, the, the, your core team is like crabby, right? Everybody's kind of feeling it. And there's always uh, a very intentional um, moment on Wednesday morning on those trips when we gather everybody together and we say, look, you know, there's these, these little kids at VBS. They don't, they don't understand that it's Wednesday and that, that, you're, you're, and that you're tired. Yeah. Um, there's these families that we're working on their homes. So they don't understand that it's Wednesday and you're tired, right? Like they're, they're, um, they've seen kind of God's love working in you and they, and they want more of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we've got to find a way to get ourselves back to a place of real transparency where our exhaustion and our frustration and our, maybe sometimes we're sunburned, right? Oh, Whatever yeah, it might yeah. be that's kind of, Some kind of distracting us ache. where those things, those things, we can kind of put those things aside. Right. And, and one of the things that's the most effective, um, is telling uh, a group of teenagers, there's a, a kindergartner, a third grader, a fifth grader, whatever it might be that's going to be at that VBS that you are their favorite. Mm. You are their favorite. And, and that's true. I mean, that mm-hmm. happens with pretty much all of our volunteers. There's one yeah. kid that's like, you're cool. I'm sticking yeah. with you all week. Right. Um, and that reignites and kind of, kind of, um, kind of 
getting them to realize that that's uh, that's also Christ kind of in that little mm, kid, in yeah, that yeah, person yeah. that's re- that's reaching out to them. Yeah. And so not to not to put um, not to put too much pressure on anyone, but to kind of see their commitment as a as a partnership with Christ, as a mm-hmm. partnership with the people that you're that you're working with, maybe the people in your own family, yeah. right? Your commitment to yourself. Um, you're not necessarily doing this thing for your children or for your spouse, but you are doing it in partnership with them because your your holiness, your happiness, your um, your wholeness as a person it it has an effect on them. Absolutely, and it and it, and it has a uh, there is the potential there to really um, make a make a making a positive change in your life also makes a positive change in the lives of so many others, and so. That's that's not the primary reason, but it can be this really galvanizing way of kind of looking at, okay, my life is not entirely about me, right? And it's my not. and my self improvement is not just for mm-hmm. me. It's not, and you know, and in a weird way for me at least, that kind of takes the pressure off. It does. It kind of makes it like, oh, well, okay, like I don't necessarily have to be. Um, my version of perfect, mm-hmm. right? I kind of have to trust that God is going to is going to take what I'm giving Him and and give me something better on the other side, right? Yeah. And, and give me you know give me what He wants me to have mm-hmm. on the other side. Um, that I think is where that's where a lot of us get kind of kind of caught up. Is this there's this idea of what the end result is going to be? Um, you know, if I if I if I take my supplements and I have my coffee and I have my alone time with Jesus every morning. I'm going to be a saint in six weeks. It's right, just, that's just yeah. not reality. It's right, just right, not right. realistic, and it doesn't come from anywhere except our imagination, mm-hmm. right? Like that's true. That just comes from your it's imagination, true. right? And and so instead, like having some some you know trust and faith really comes in when we say, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my supplements and my coffee and my alone time with Jesus, and my alone time with Jesus suffices. Mm-hmm. That's enough of the the reward, the icing on the cake that I'm looking for, right? Um, to really get my heart engaged and get my heart invested in this time with him. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and when we do that, when we do that kind of, um, almost like the, the like, a, like this Eastern philosophy of like not really having any expectations, mm. that's when the expectations or, or when the end result blows us away. It's true. You know, it's true because I, there's no there's no boundaries. Exactly, exactly. We don't we don't put a we don't put a boundary on it. We don't put parameters on the gift that God is going to be giving us no, in, in return. Human boundaries. Yeah, they they're just we're so silly. They're so silly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I have some scripture oh, to share. I thought you were going to say you need to like burp or something. I do kind of, <laughs> but I was trying not to let our listeners know that. I try not to burp in the microphone. I try to live authentically, James. If you need a burp. I would say just let it loose. You know, Better out than in. That's what I was saying, right? <laughs> right, Fiona or Donkey? I don't remember who. I feel like that's one of those things I quote to my kids all the time. Better out than Better in. Better out than in. It's true. It is true. How good, how good were those movies, Shrek? So good. They're funny. Yeah, they're really good. I love them. So good. I love them. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of scripture if uh if our conversation feels like um if it feels big i i, I worry that um the, don't worry be happy the pressure of resolutions <laughs> is a thing exactly <laughs> don't worry be happy 
Um, I want to I want to preface this by saying when I when I read this scripture, we're going to talk a little bit about why um, it's applicable to our New Year's resolutions. Um, Jesus is not um, in this scripture. Jesus is not telling his disciples like Jesus is not Santa. He's you know we're not saying like right. you better you better not pat, better not cry whatever that is right like like we're not trying to necessarily um, make the nice list because Jesus is going to be mad at us. Right. right? Um, we're, we're trying to make the nice list. We're trying to improve our lives because we want to be closer to him. Mm-hmm. And, and um, in, in Catholicism, we would call that, it's, 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 it's almost like contrition, right? So mm-hmm. when we're perfectly contrite, it's because you know we're we're sorry for the things we do wrong because they've separated us from God. Right. right. When we're imperfectly contrite, it's because we fear God's punishment. Right. Mm. And, and we, there's this idea of punishment. I've been naughty. God, God doesn't want that. He wants right. us to to want to be closer to Him um, in a very loving and very uh, open way. So, yeah. Um, so let's let's if if this conversation about resolutions or about the new year is putting that kind of pressure on you. No one's asking you to be perfect, and no one's saying that you even need to um, necessarily put that pressure on yourself, right? No. We should all always be growing and be working towards something, but um, it's not because you're incomplete, and it's not because you aren't capable, right? So I'm going to read this. Um, this is Jesus, the end of John's gospel. He is giving uh, his disciples a new commandment, um, and this would be essentially the new, the new covenant with Christ. This is mm. him kind of... Uh, explaining what that's going to look like um, maybe to the to the rest of the world, to the people that we encounter. Here we go. So this is John uh, chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. When he had left, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say to you, I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. I love that. I love it too. Mm. I give you a new commandment. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, our God is a God of of clean slates. He's mm-hmm. a God that likes, uh, as Matthew Kelly has put it, he likes birthdays and New Year's Day and anniversaries. He likes things like that as a way to kind of um, get us back on track. Recalibrate. As a, as a way to, to, to call us again back to back To back plumb to us. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Jesus is, is uh, it sounds really heavy. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. Jesus is the, the embodiment of love. I know. God is love, right? <laughs> That's so, a tough order. <laughs> so he is, he is love incarnate. Mm-hmm. It is a tough order. It is a tough order. But we are made, what Jesus is really highlighting here, at least for me, is we are made from the same stuff as him, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're made in his image and likeness. We're made with the potential to love like he loves, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. to, to love yeah. in that, from that same um, beautiful place in our, in our hearts, right? And so... Um, when, when Jesus says, you know, so you also should love one another here, that's not a, um, that's not necessarily a condemnation of all the times that we get it wrong. That's our heavenly father, you know, 
coming to us, like maybe you have as a parent, Nikki, looking at one of your kids and saying, I know that you can do this. You can, you can do anything that you set your mind to. You can do anything that you set your heart to because I see all of the potential in you. I see all of the greatness in you. I see how, how wonderfully you're made, right? And I've known it, again, as a parent, I've known it from the time you were mm-hmm. a little baby, even before you were born, I've known it. And it's, it's just truth. It's not something that I have to prove. It's not something that I, that I worry about. I know that you are, right. you are capable mm-hmm. here. Um, and so it really is, to me, Christ sort of saying, this thing that, that we're, we're entering into here, this new commandment, this new covenant, Let's resolve as in resolution. Let's make a resolution that I'm going to walk with you in this. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to be here with you. Um, in these moments, in these moments of real, yeah, of real trial, of real struggle, of real, um, real work, Mm -hmm. you know, work in our, in our Christian mission. Right. There's never a promise that there wasn't going to be work to do, Mm -hmm. but he also promised that he wouldn't leave us. Mm -hmm. And it, it even, it, it even promises, you know, God will also glorify him in himself and he will glorify him at once. That work is going to be glorious. Mm. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. For as much as we worry about failure and as much as we worry about, you know, not being able to um, maybe uh, get it all done, mm-hmm. get all the boxes checked on the grocery list, right? Um, what we do get done and what we do really put our hearts and souls into is going to be glorious when we're oriented towards towards Christ. Exactly. It's very cool. When we see through that lens of desiring sanctifying grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm feeling content right now. I'm feeling content too. It feels it feels pretty good. Um I do I do want to um I do want to maybe share with our listeners that I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I'm sorry. I do want to share with our listeners that your, um, your desires, like this is the thing that I've, I've, I got out of Advent. Like I've never gotten it before your desires and your, um, the, the way that God speaks to you specifically and the conversation that he's having with you specifically is not lacking. It is exactly what it's supposed to be right where you are mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. God is the truth. So he can't, uh, or he doesn't, um, he doesn't ever meet you where you don't have the the tools and the resources to already be right. Right. He doesn't call you to anything that you can't, um, that he can't prepare you for and that he can't support you for, uh, on, you know, whatever particular journey you're on. So if you are looking at your life and improving your life, um, from the perspective of, Oh, I've got to be just like that person. Or I see that person on social media and I want to have their life. I see that other mom or dad uh, online with their kid and everything looks so perfect and I want to have their life. I see that person in the next pew at church and they're just, you know, praying as, as eagerly and as intentionally as they can pray and I want to have a prayer life like that. Um, all of that stuff, all of that comparison, all of that... Um, 
all of that self, uh, I guess, scrutiny mm. is a lie. Scrutiny. It's yeah. a lie. Yeah. I'm not saying that what that other person is putting out there is a lie. I'm not saying that that desire that you have to be like that person is a lie. I'm saying looking at that and comparing yourself and saying that you are lacking mm-hmm. because you don't look like that is a lie, right? Because, because I, I love the Pope. I want to be as holy as the Pope. I feel like the, the Pope is a really, really holy person, right? Mm-hmm. But the Pope would tell me what's more important than being like the Pope is being like Christ. Being like Jesus. Exactly. Right? Yes. So, so my focus then shouldn't be on the Pope. And, and for so many of us, I think our focus is on, is on the wrong. When Another we see, human. When we see or... that person praying in church, instead of it's like, look at that relationship they have with Jesus. And coveting it. And I, I, I want to, I want to have that, that I want to have my own version of that relate that mm-hmm. same relationship with Jesus. We think I want to be like that person. Right. Right. We, 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 um, we misconstrue Paul's words when Paul says, be like, be an imitator of me as I am of Christ. Paul just wants us to do that thing, which is being like Christ. He doesn't want, we, he knows, he understands. We don't need another Paul. Right. We don't need another Paul. Right. We, we, you know, so if nothing else in, in reading the scripture, Jesus is giving us a new commandment, love one another. Um, you should, you should love one another as Jesus loves us. He's really, really not shaming us into being like the holiest person in the room. Agreed. The holiest person on Instagram, yeah. the holiest person at our church, whatever. He's lifting us. He's taking our humanity and putting it alongside his divinity, alongside his humanity and mm-hmm. saying, this is also yours. This, this beautiful gift of, of um, belonging to God mm-hmm. is also your gift. It's also something mm-hmm. that God gives uniquely to you. Yeah, that's awesome. So the resolution then becomes, I'm going to live from there. I'm going to live from that place. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and live with the understanding, with the knowledge, uh, the, the truth that God loves me completely inside and out for who I am for, even for the things that I'm really struggling with. Right. He, he, he loves me from that place and my, whatever my resolution is, because I'm overwhelmed by the grace of, by God's grace and love. No, no matter what I resolve to do, it's not going to make me more lovable in God's mm-hmm, eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I already have that. Yeah. I already have You're that. You're complete. I'm complete. I, I, I already have that. So, so this, whatever that calling is, is about taking that completeness and, and giving it back to God. Mm, right? It's about taking a reflection. That, it's about I'm taking that like, yeah, completeness yeah, yeah. And, and sharing it again with God. So yeah. when, we're, when we're making these resolutions, um, all that was to say guys, give yourselves a break. Give yourselves a, a, an opportunity to, um, you know, to, to just enjoy God's love and presence. And, and if, if you're, um, if your new year isn't, isn't doing that for you, then, then maybe that's not the direction that you're necessarily supposed mm-hmm. to go. Maybe, maybe it's time to kind of look at it from, from a little bit different perspective. Yeah. Cause I think there should be some peace felt Mm-hmm. from the new year's resol- resolution mm-hmm. as well as a healthy amount of tension mm-hmm. you know because i think when, uh, the word by itself tension has a, a wee bit of a negative connotation but there's a healthy tension too mm-hmm. that causes growth mm-hmm. in a positive way sure 
I feel like now is an appropriate time for me to plug something that's happening at our church. Awesome. Go is for that it. okay? Yeah, go for it. That's <laughs> we didn't awesome. talk about that. But um, we just started this Mondays with the Mystics mm-hmm. um, little teaching series that Brother Joel Gialanza is uh, doing. And, and so last night was the first... Um, the first little, I almost said the first season, the first episode, the first class, the mm-hmm. first gathering. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of an overview. But one of the things that he highlighted was um, looking looking at saints. Like we're all called to imitate Christ mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And the saints have done that. So the saints are just earthly people mm-hmm. who have demonstrated their living like Christ sure. so beautifully that... Um, that we then have other people that we can um, pray through, ask for intercessory prayers. Mm-hmm. Just um, this really beautiful, uh, the communion of saints, good grief. I am so thankful mm-hmm. for all those holy men and women. Me too. It's exciting. It is very exciting. And it and it's, um, again, if you take nothing away from today's episode, I, I think that's exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That all of those saints are their own person. Yeah, none of them, yeah, yeah. none of them are alike. They are literally beautiful little snowflakes. They, they're all <gasps> totally individual, right? <laughs> and 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 yet we're, I mean, virtually all of them. If you read any saint stories, they all have this. There's this pressure put on them to conform, right? Throughout mm. so many of their lives, Saint Maximilian Colby, right? Right? Uh, saint Saint Martin de Porres. Um, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, yeah. right? our patron saint here. He's actually featuring him in the last, the last month, St. Vincent like, de Paul. I mean, talk about all of these people who the, the world looked at them and said, this person is not, this person doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. This person is a little bit different. And maybe even it was even more destructive than that. Like this person uh, is is a threat or this mm-hmm. person, you know what I mean? Like there's it all these things that It is threatening when you're a peacemaker. It is, mm-hmm. it is. That was, that was <laughs> cool. Um, okay. Um, I was really feeling that. So, uh, I don't want to forget. Can you tell people where they can tune into that? Oh, yes. You can check the St. Ignatius Martyr um, website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happening once a month for the rest of this semester. And um, it's Mondays from 7 to 8 at St. Ignatius Martyr Church, both online and in person. And, of course, COVID protocols are, are in check. Cool. Um, and that is st or st-ignatius.org forward slash live. Is, yes. that, is that correct? Okay, Yeah. cool. I'm going to check that out. That's really cool. It's really good. Um, and Brother Joel is just a wealth of knowledge. He's nice. he's incredibly knowledgeable. And and he's an Italian from New Orleans, so I love him and feel a connection that's like very cool. none other. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, that I, I, hope, I hope we got that this point across, that um, your, uh, your resolution, your new covenant for 2021... Uh, is hopefully coming from a place of, of your understanding that you, that you're awesome, that you are complete, you are complete. Um, but our, Already. but our completeness, um, one, it needs, it needs some, uh, it needs some maintenance kind of in mm-hmm. form of, in the form of intention on, on our part, we have to exercise those gifts, right. Yeah. In order to, to keep them strong. And then two, um, man, let's, let's resolve to be closer to Jesus and mm-hmm. closer to one another. Right. And if those things that we're doing, uh, you know, there's those things for self-improvement that we're doing. If they're not bringing us closer to Christ, mm-hmm. then, then I think we really need to examine those things and, and decide whether or not they're worth it. Whether Let it go, they're, bro. They're really, they're really things that we want to be spending our time on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Nikki, this is so much fun. I missed you. I missed you too. I, you know what? I like the rhythm of meeting once a week. So, so I. I feel like I've been a little bit limping through yeah. the last couple of weeks. Like, Same. Mm-hmm. just felt a little off. Same. It felt a little off. And, and there's certainly been enough going on uh, to feel, you know, to feel off. Right. Um, I think that when we, uh, as we kind of close in prayer here mm-hmm. today, um, I don't know about you. I feel kind of a calling to, to make, uh, our special, like a special intention for today. Um, just to pray for, for unity among people and to pray for, uh, a, a, a mutual understanding uh, and a mutual, um, sort of perspective that we're, we're all in this boat together. Even the ones who, who think we're not, um, we're all in this boat together, whether you, whether you like it or not, here we, we are. are, right. And, we are. um, and so, uh, I, I really, I really appreciate, um, our, 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 our listeners. I really appreciate all of you that are out there that are, are looking for, um, looking for some peace, mm-hmm. looking for, you know, some comfort, looking for some good in the world and, and actively working to, to promote that good. Um, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for taking the time to, um, to work on yourselves. Thank you for taking the time to, uh, to dive into, um, you know, a good, some good spiritual reading or to dive into scripture or to dive into your favorite podcast. Right. Um, and, and really kind of spending that time working on yourself and and working with the Lord, because that makes all of us better. You being a better you makes us a better us. Exactly. That's cool. I just made that up. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Let's like, let's Let's make another t-shirt. Let's make another t-shirt. Let's do it. Another one one as if we. (laughs) T-shirts and it'll be fun. Let's open an Etsy page with just fun things we say. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for that. I I still think we need a t-shirt. Um, Boom burning bush. Boom burning bush, and also I just love him so much. I just I love think him would be so much. would be a great T-shirt. P.S. I do. Can I share one thing before we close out? Absolutely, please do. Okay, so I saw this little um, a little thing written about. It came out around the whole New Year's time, but mm-hmm. it was just you know for New for my resolution. I want to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with sinners. You're welcome, James. I'm hanging out with you. No, Thank you. Oh, <laughs> me too. Um, I want to upset religious people, tell stories that make people think, choose unpopular friends. Again, mm-hmm. you're welcome. Um, yeah, yeah. Be you. kind, loving, and merciful, and take naps on boats or not on boats. Just take naps in general. Take naps. That's what, uh, that, I think those are solid goals. I love that. I love it. It's simple. It is simple. And, uh, for those of you that, if there's anything there that, um, that kind of piques your interest, sets your heart kind of of moving, right. Um, explore that. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and you are, you are, again, you are called to, to be like Christ, uh, not because it's a test, but because you are made of the same stuff as Jesus made of the same stuff as the unique of God, which is, pretty amazing it is and i think that it it, it's always um surprising but shouldn't be of the level of comfort and Mm -hmm. peace that comes from that um doing your best to imitate him and grow closer to him absolutely i love it i think we should close in prayer and then maybe come back with a tip 
All right. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Our Father, Our Father who, art who art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We love you, ragamuffins. Oh, we love you. I like that. I love, I, yeah. I, I, I really, really love our ragamuffins. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Yeah. It feels like I have this big family that I haven't really, really met. I mean, I met, you know, quite a few that, like, I know a lot of people that mm-hmm. have said they listen, but there's a lot that I don't know. And it just feels, it feels really cool to know yeah. that we're all kind of having the same conversation in the mm-hmm. same boat. It's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. You yeah. have more in common than not. Yeah. We'll be back with some tips. We love you. Love you. Peace. Oh, look, I just signed to the cross again. What am I doing? It's because you're extra holy. Uh, is that, or is it because I'm in rote? All right. Are we ready for some tips? Ready for some tips. Let's do it. Tippity tip. You want to go first? I would. So my tip is... I was going to introduce... Oh, wow. Go ahead. ahead. No, I'm like like full speed ahead. We're going to keep all of this. No, we're not. And we're back. And we're back. With some pro tips. We're back with some pro tips. And And hopefully James edited the previous comments. Maybe I did. (laughs) I don't know. Nikki's going to go first. What you got? What you got? Um, Okay. So I'm thinking of this... Well, this one little sentence from Mother Angelica. So I hope that everybody's familiar with Mother Angelica. If not, Google her. When I hear her or see her, I think of my grandmother, my gram. She's hilarious and watched Mother Angelica all the time. But she was a sassy pants, Mm -hmm. gram and Mother Angelica. So there's this quote from Mother Angelica that is speaking to me. Lord, don't let me chicken out of it if you have something hard for me to do. Nice. And that goes along with my tip, which is from inspired from the movie We Bought a Zoo, mm-hmm. which I watched recently with my daughter. Cool. And it's so good. And um, in it, Benjamin Me says to his son, he's speaking to his son who's kind of nervous about asking a girl out, but this applies to all of life. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. Just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I promise you, something great will come of it. That is awesome. And so my tip is to just take that 20 seconds of insane bravery. Because there's always those things that, at least for me, that I want to do and I completely chicken out of. Mm -hmm. And then I'm regretful. Mm -hmm. No regrets. 2021, no regrets. That's what I'm saying. That's awesome. And and I think a lot of times our... um, the choices that we make, uh, especially when we're not being super intentional with uh, with our lives, right? The choices that we make do kind of come down to, how did I feel in this 10 seconds? How did I feel mm-hmm. in this 20 seconds? Did I keep perspective? Did I keep, mm-hmm. did I, did I kind of stay, did I stay focused on, on Christ or my family or on, you know, something positive in my life? Or did I, did I right. let fear kind of break in for that, that 
little short, you know, amount of time. Right. Don't um, let the fear. Fear's a liar. Fear's a liar. That's right. Um, you can you can do anything for twenty seconds. Uh, I think on, on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, she says you can do anything <laughs> for ten seconds, and literally that's how she kind of like gets through tough stuff in her life. Is she just counts to ten, and if it's not over, she counts to ten again. If it's not over, <laughs> she counts to ten again. It's awesome. It's it's really cool. It's, really it's cool. doable. It is. That's right. Um, I love that. I love, I love, uh, you know, talking yourself into kind of realizing your own, your own bravery and again, your own potential. Yes. Um, I want to, uh, encourage all of our listeners to, to do something very constructive, uh, with their, their, if you haven't made, you know, a resolution or you, or you're trying, you haven't decided what to do next, um, especially in your spiritual life. Um, so maybe pick up some spiritual reading, maybe, maybe try, try a new author, try a new podcast, maybe not even this podcast, try, Mm -hmm. you know, try another one. Um, there's a lot of great resources out there and I'm going to pull from, uh, one of my favorite resources who is father Henry now, and we've talked about him before, uh, but in his book, life of the beloved, he talks about us being taken, blessed, broken, and sent. Right. And in that first um, and it's and it's a little bit complicated, right? Uh, don't try to read too much into it. Um, read Life of the Beloved; it's really great. Um, but he talks about being taken and and really allowing ourselves to be taken by God, to be pursued by God. Um, and he says one of the keys to that is to remember our chosenness. Mm. To remember our chosenness, and that our chosen it's our chosenness that defines us. God chose to create us. He chooses to love us. He chooses to call us back home to Him. And to kind of rest in that chosenness and this idea that, that God is choosing me every day. Um, you, you, you know, we hear in relationships um, in in marriages that we want someone who wakes up every day and chooses us, mm, right? We yeah. have that desire in our hearts. We have that longing. God is already doing that. He's already doing that in your life. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's really kind of up to us to recognize that and to be grateful for it. And, and I think there's a lot of peace that comes along with that. That's, that's yeah. been essential for me to understanding, um, my, my lovability, right. Um, and, mm. and how, how much God loves me. Um, so I have a little prayer for it. Um, and it's really simple. Uh, it's Jesus. I, God, I know that you are choosing me. I recognize that you are choosing me and I also choose you. Mm. Amen. That's, that's beautiful. That's the whole thing. When things get tough, God, I know that you're choosing me. I choose you. Amen. And um, so, yeah, to just to rest in your in your chosenness. I like that. Thank you. We're we're getting pretty good at tips. Tips. I feel like we're. I feel like we're. I, I, feel, I, I hope that's something our listeners are are loving on the tips. Yeah, are are encouraged by. Tippity doo <laughs> That was great. Uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Uh, that's all. That's all. <laughs> we'll see you all later. Till Thanks, Ragamuffins. We love you. Love you. Bye. Peace. Bye. Happy 2021. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>
The Late to Church podcast is an AMET creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Moncada. Our theme music is Candle in the Shadows by The Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Find us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast and let us know your questions, comments, and thoughts by contacting Late to Church Podcast at gmail.com. Your insights might even be featured on the show. Just a little reminder, you are good. You are worthy. You are the beloved. Look around for the Lord today. He loves you and he wants an encounter with you. Thank you for journeying with us. We're praying for you. Peace.